welcome to another episode. So in this episode, I want to do a little bit of like an introduction about number 69 because I referenced him last time, um, you know, before Christmas with the Hallmark movie date kind of thing, which was fucking awesome as shit. And I'm going to break that up into a couple of um, different episodes because a lot happened, but it was all good. Okay, so that's coming up. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about 69. I don't normally like go in chronological order, as you guys know, but I feel like since Christmas Hallmark movie first date on Christmas night was kind of cool and awesome, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and go in chronological order. Okay. I also want to talk a little bit about Betty White because holy fuck was that depressing on New Year's Eve, right? She was awesome. And I know you guys know she was awesome. And I know you guys have looked at like a million of her photos, especially when she was younger and like all the shit she did in her life that was cool. But one thing that I really liked was the quote that I kept seeing over and over. And I finally found the video clip. And it's like her basically, you know, saying that what kept her young was kindness and consideration of somebody, you know, beside yourself. And I thought that was so fucking awesome. So um, with that in mind, I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to dedicate a, a few episodes to her. And holy shit, like, can't believe she's gone. Okay, so I also want to talk about how to spark a fire with your mobile phone, like in case you're lost, and this is kind of dangerous as fuck. So I'm going to go ahead and share the tips for it. Because this is still really just the tips. But um, remember, this is last resort because you could fucking blow yourself up. And I don't want that. I, I want you guys to be happy and healthy because it's a new year, right? Okay. So, okay, let me go ahead and start talking about um, a first date with number 69, which was on Christmas night. Okay. So um, I had already uh, decided to go see my family, my mom specifically, and my sister specifically. I mean, I love like my extended relatives, but I just like, I wanted to see those two faces, right? I hadn't seen them for a while, specifically with COVID. My mom flew up not too long ago to New York from Texas, and it was like a great few days, but I hadn't seen my sister face to face for a while. So I have a small family, even though I'm Hispanic, I know, right? Like a fucking, <laughs> I mean, a small close family, I should say. I do have several, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins, a whole bit, but like a very small connected family. So, you know, I talk to my mom every day. Um, I talk to my sister, I don't know, two, three times a week, maybe. Um, anyway, <clears throat> okay, so I had decided to go um, and... Um, while I was there, or while I was talking about my tickets with my mom and was 69, um, he had mentioned that uh, he was actually off those few days, right? You know, Christmas and a couple days after. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, he was like, I didn't realize you're going to Texas. But now that I know you're going to Texas, I looked it up. And from where I live, um, he was like, that's like a 15 hour drive. And he was like, so I'm, I was going to surprise you, but I don't want to surprise you because I don't know where your mom lives kind of thing, whatever. And I was like, what? 15 hours? And he was like, yeah. So so to me, this is what makes me laugh so fucking hard because there are so some moments in my life that are awesome and I love my life, but I'm also kind of stupid, right? So when he was like, yeah, I live 15 hours away and he was like, I want to surprise you in Texas. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. Like, come over, like have Christmas dinner with us. Cause you know, my mom, not to be creepy as shit, but my mom knows about you already. Right. So he's like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> and then I thought about it and I want to say it was the next day or later that same night. I was like, this is stupid. I was like, why don't I try to find a halfway point? Cause you guys all know, right. Whenever I meet somebody who's long distance, um, you know, halfway to me is ideal. It seems more than fair. Like I like it. It feels good. Right. So we started Googling of what's halfway, right. Cause of course I mentioned it to him and Oklahoma city came up as halfway. So 
I was kind of like, I don't know anything about Oklahoma City, but I love Airbnb, so let me see what I can find, right? So then he was like, okay, cool. And he was like, if you do that, then that cuts my drive in half. And he was like, I appreciate it. I'm like, this is fucking awesome, right? So this is where I'm kind of stupid. So why didn't I fly closer is my question. Why did I still have this poor man <laughs> fucking drive seven hours to Oklahoma City? Why didn't I go closer? Why did I just go straight to him? I don't know. I'm kind of an idiot. Because that didn't even occur to me until fucking like a week later. Anyway, so my whole thing, like, oh, this is so cute. This is so romantic. This is so awesome. Them, you know, I'm going to fly from uh, my mom in Texas to Oklahoma City, right? On Christmas night, that way I can have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with my mom. And of course, a couple days, you know, previous to that. And then I was like, this is awesome, right? So I can't wait. This is exciting. This is like a Hallmark movie. Holy fuck, I can't wait, right? So then he's like making arrangements, you know, figuring out like transportation. He ends up bringing his dog, which I fucking love. She's so fucking cute. Anyway, so he drives seven hours, right? Picks me up at the airport. <laughs> I, holy shit. So prior to this, I had been like really nervous because, um, okay. So I don't know if I said this before, but we met on Facebook about 10, 11 years ago, right? We had, a a huge common interest in, in uh, CrossFit at the time. And at that point uh, in social media, like CrossFit was just like exploding, right? CrossFit's not really like on social media anymore. And I totally get why. But at, at this point in time, if you think about it, if you go back like fucking 10 years ago, everything was like promoted on Facebook specifically, right? So at that point in time, I think my Facebook page uh, scaled down a lot since I think that at that point in time, I had like 7,000 friends, right? Which is ridiculous because they're not really my friends. And then it occurred to me over time, I'm like, why am I sharing all this shit with these people I've never met? probably will never meet. It was just weird to me. So through the years, I started scaling back. I, I, I try to stay under like 1500, 2000. Anyway, beside the point. Okay. So anyway, so um, through the years over Facebook, you know, we shared similar senses of humor, right? So everybody knows my humor is a little out there, which is fine, because I think it's fucking awesome. If you don't get it, you don't get it, whatever. But so I started sharing a lot of shit, you know, on social media, mostly to make people laugh, right, which I love to do. And then of course, my sense of humor just kind of like, um, went more full force after my divorce because my ex didn't really like my sense of humor. I mean, he, he thought it was funny, but I mean, he didn't like it out there like in the public. So I always tried to censor myself a little bit for him, like out of respect for him because I loved him. Um, but once we were divorced and he sent me that long text message, I was like, fuck him, fuck that. I'm going to be myself, right? So I started being myself more and more. And as you know, the podcast is here today as a result of that. Well, anyway, so the reason I bring this up is because number 69 and I had been friends for 10 years, right? So he was married and divorced, had kids, whole bit. I obviously have been married and divorced. So what's funny is um, our, sen- our senses of humor were very similar. So even though I had not met him in person, I recognized his name a lot, right? Good like likes or laughs or, you know, funny comment here and there. So through the years, even though we never met, I kind of kind of felt like I kind of knew him, but not really like from a like a distant standpoint, like I knew the name, recognized the name, recognized the face, right? Recognized the cute body, recognized the tattoos, um, whole bit, right? So I don't remember exactly when this was, but October 19th, because we went back and looked it up, was the day that I, yours truly, decided to be fucking bold as fuck. And like, I shot my shot and I still can't believe I fucking did this. Um, 
but it's funny as shit now if you think about it. So we had messaged a little bit throughout the years, not very much at all, because it was mostly just, you know, memes, right? Or, or friendship or whatever you want to call it. It was just strictly Facebook memes. We had very, very few direct messages, extremely few. Uh, few. Anyway, so one particular, um, I think it was like June or July or something, I had uh, posted that I loved my um, portable air conditioner because it's like awesome as shit. It's from Best Buy. I fucking love Best Buy. Anyway, it's like a good deal and it's fucking changed my life. Like I fucking love it. It wheels, like you can move it from window to window. I fucking love that thing. Anyway, so I had posted about that and then he asked me a question about it. Um, so I answered the question and then I think we had, we shared like a meme or two and then really nothing happened. And this was like June, July. And then at some point in October ish, ish, um, he sent me a message basically saying that, um, something to the effect of he was single again. And this is where I was like bold as fuck, bold and slutty is what I would call it because it's crazy as fuck that I did this because I'm not usually this outgoing with dating, you know, like with my person, not my personal life, but with my work life, I'm bold as fuck. Right. And, um, my boss, um, just the other day was like, we need to talk about professionalism a little bit more, but whatever. Cause you know, I tell you how I'm feeling. I'm in the army. I'm a female, like, fuck you. This is what I'm thinking. Right. So that's my personality at work, but my personal life, especially going on 68 dates up until this point, well, 67 really at this point, um, it was a little shy, right? So a little bit here and there anyway. So fuck that. I shot my shot. Okay. So we were chatting over a direct messenger and, um, I don't even know how it started. I have to go back and look at it, but I think it's funny as shit because, uh, he said something to the effect of, he was like, Hey, yeah, I just want to say hello. Just let you know, like I'm not single anymore. And I was like, well, what happened? Kind of thing, you know? And then, um, he said whatever he said. And then, um, I was like, are you dating? He told me about a date or two he had gone on. I'm like, okay, kind of cool, whatever. And then I don't know, like a week or so later, we shared some more memes. And then all of a sudden, fucking October 19th, because I looked at the messages, he looked at the messages and I was like, fuck, I'm bold and slutty. I basically said, hey, <laughs> I'm sorry things didn't work out with you and your ex, but she really wasn't that cute. <laughs> Fucking rude as fuck, right? And bold as fuck. And then Akio, of course, kind of laughed, you know, and he was like, what? And I was just like, yeah, I was like all up in her photos when you first started posting about her. <laughs> And he was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think she was very cute. I mean, it's none of my business, but I really, I didn't think she was very cute. So I'm kind of glad it didn't work out. So he kind of laughed. I'm sure awkwardly horrified, didn't know what to say over direct messenger and said something to the effect of I'll do better next time. So I sent my little like hand up like emoji, right? And then he laughed or whatever. <laughs> and of course, nothing. Like he didn't say fucking anything. I don't blame him because it's creepy. I don't know. Then like another day or so, or a few hours later, um, we started chatting about something else. And then I was like, yeah, it's so really yeah we should get a beer sometime <laughs> anyway thank god he didn't think i was like a fucking psycho anyway so we have been talking um over text um ever since october 19th right and we started doing phone calls around my birthday about a month or so ish later and i've mentioned before every fucking phone call is awesome as shit because it's at least four hours and it's fucking awesome anyway so when i knew that i was going to meet him right going back or circling back as the fucking army says going back to like christmas night and we were making the plans to meet in oklahoma city he was driving i was flying so of course i had it much easier i'm still stupid i still don't know why i made him drive seven hours but whatever um it worked out so it's fine and it was romantic and it was awesome but Prior to meeting him on the air, in the airport on that fucking day in Oklahoma City, which was fucking Christmas night, um, I was like nervous as fuck. And then my mother like made me not wash my hair because we had decided to do haircut together, you know, like a girl's thing. <laughs> 
whatever. So I'm like, my hair's cute, but I'm fucking itchy. Like I don't blow out my hair. It was really funny. So <laughs> I'm having like all these, like, I can't stand it, you know? And then they put all this fucking hair product in my hair that I don't remember to put in. So anyway, so we, I fly in like Christmas night. We're like chatting and I'm like, holy fuck, what if you hate me? He's like, what if you hate me? I'm like, fuck, what if you stand me up? I hadn't thought of that. He's like, what if you stand me up? So we were like laughing. And then the whole time I'm like, I really need to scratch my scalp. Right. And my mother was like, don't fuck up your hair or whatever. Sorry, mom, but I fucked up my hair. Like I couldn't stand it anyway. So uh, I finally make it to baggage claim. And of course I'm like a moron. So we're like texting and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm not sure. Cause somehow I ended up in the airport in a whole fucking section that nobody else was in. I'm like, where did the crowd go? Anyway, so then I finally like, you know, circled back, pun intended army, finally came back, went down the stairs and sure enough, saw him. He didn't see me, but I saw like the back of his head and not to be creepy. Like I totally knew exactly what his body looked like. Look, <laughs> cause it sounds creepy as shit. I know. Knew what he looked like. I'm like, holy fuck, that's him. Right. So I sneak up behind him and I have to tell you not to be corny because it's Christmas night or whatever. I just like instantly knew that it felt like we had met before. So it wasn't creepy as shit right then it was awesome anyway so we go on with our date and uh we you know we leave the airport because i find my bag right away and um we have mask on because you know fucking you know covid shit and pandemic is like awkward as fuck right anyway so i'm like hey whatever so we get along i feel like it's a great you know um comfortable vibe right i feel like i've known him before so it was awesome so we make it back to the you know to the car or whatever he helps him with my bag or whatever it was really cool and his puppy was like in the car and i'm like she's the fucking real reason i'm here it was like awesome anyway luckily she liked me right away and we went to airbnb and uh we picked up some snacks and some drinks and we just chatted and it was a fucking awesome evening so much fun we talked pretty much non-stop in person and it felt like i was like meeting an old friend so it was like cool as shit so I'll go into some more detail, you know, as uh, time goes on to let you guys know what happens. But that fucking Christmas Day, Hallmark movie stylish, fun as fuck. I'm so glad we did it. Okay, so not that this is going to happen in Airbnb because I fucking love Airbnb. And by the way, I found a treehouse, which I'll tell you guys next time. But um, what I really like about... Um, just like planning everything you do everything with your mobile phone right every, every like your cell phone at this point in 2022 is pretty much always in your fucking hand right so one thing that i thought of the other day because you know i like to you know um share as many tips as i can and i love to get like feedback from you guys on facebook specifically when we were talking about like um the um like emergency kit shit like that is so fascinating to me so it was awesome so definitely keep you know um giving me your your opinions and your tips as well okay so since everybody always has a cell phone in their hand, it occurred to me, you know, what if you're like, have a flat tire? Because it's winter here in New York. We haven't gotten snow yet, but we're going to fucking get like pummeled at any moment, I'm sure. Um, but it's got me thinking about like, what if you're in an emergency situation? You don't have to be camping or whatever. But like, what if you're just like driving and you hit black ice, you end up like in a fucking ravine, whatever, you know, a flat tire, you can't fix it for whatever reason, or the conditions are just so fucking bad that you have to pull over, right? So it got me thinking, I was like, what if you guys are in a scenario and you don't have like a portable cell phone charger, which I recommend everybody fucking has, but if you don't have one or you have one and it's dead or it's broken or whatever, cause so many fucking scenarios can go wrong. Right? So I never want anybody to feel unsafe or unprepared, but it occurred to me, I was like, you know what? There's a cell phone tip, a mobile cell phone tip, uh, you know, cause of lithium batteries, um, that I wanted to mention. So this, by the way, is fucking like last resort, worst case scenario, you're going to freeze your ass off or you just need a, you know, signal 
signal like a fucking flame or fire or something because it's dangerous as fuck, but it does work. Okay. So if your cell phone is dead and you've tried, you know, um, texting, calling emergency services, whatever, and you're just like out of energy, like there's no more fucking like life left in your cell phone at all. And there's nowhere else for you to go. Like if it's the only way you can save yourself, um, what you can do, because hopefully you have a knife, if you listen to me somewhat, at least have one fucking knife on you or somewhere near you, um, you can dismantle, 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 dismantle your phone. And you can, uh, with some, you know, a little bit of creativity and remember you're destroying it. So it doesn't, you don't have to be like fucking delicate with it. Take the fucking phone apart, find the lithium battery and be careful with it because lithium is, is dangerous and it's toxic. But if you take your knife and you bridge the connection between the positive and the negative, you might be able to get enough of a spark to create a fucking fire, right? Whether you need it for warmth or whether you need it to cook food or whether you need it to signal for help, but be careful. Like don't stand super close to it. Like don't have your fucking face up against it, but it might be able to give you a spark, right? So that's one way you bridge the positive and negative terminals, right? So if that doesn't work or um, because every cell phone's fucking different, right? In 2022, you can try to spike the battery with your knife, you know, or something sharp if you don't have your knife. Um, it exposes the lithium so that once lithium hits oxygen, it creates a fire. This is why they're dangerous as fuck. Because if you do decide to do this, remember, fucking last case resort, like, Worst case scenario, if you have no other fucking choice, spike the battery, but be very fucking careful. And once again, don't have it by your face because once the lithium hits the oxygen, it creates a fire. But remember, if this is an emergency, fucking spike the battery. Okay. The other thing you can do is you can add water. And please don't try this at home because this creates like a, like an actual fucking explosion. Uh, you can see shit on, on YouTube. It's like a it's funny, but it's so funny because I want you to be safe. But so you take so if that doesn't work, right? You take the battery, or you want something more dramatic for whatever your survival scenario is. You take the battery put it on the ground right you add water and that will create an explosion so like i said worst case scenario um is dangerous it's toxic but if you need a spark or a fire or an explosion um remember your cell phone um i mean if it's out of like energy and you know, you're trapped, like fuck your phone, right? Just destroy the fucker, take the battery out. Okay, so if you guys have any, you know, questions or tips or concerns about anything, definitely feel free to continue to reach out. I am always here and... <laughs>